Welcome to The Ozone with host Serena Catania. One of my favorite movies of the 2021 awards season is Sound of Metal, nominated for six Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Original Screenplay, Best Film Editing, and Best Sound. This team went above and beyond the norm and created the realistic and sometimes harrowing experiences of rock drummer Ruben as he loses his hearing. The part is played breathtakingly by Riz Ahmed and directed by the talented Darius Martyr in his feature debut. Everything about this movie is exquisite. It's well-written, well-directed, well-designed. Frankly, it's the kind of film we remember all our lives. An emotional roller coaster filled with challenges and ultimately triumph. Watching, I was mesmerized by the sound design and the mix, and I decided I just had to speak with someone on that team. So I lassoed multi-award-winning Jaime Bachst, the sound re-recordist, for an interview. Jaime's become one of the most sought-after talents in this field. And despite the fact that he was in the studio working with Lorenzo Vegas on a new film, he was gracious and gave me a few minutes of his time. And thank you to director Lorenzo for taking a break so Jamie and I could talk. Jamie has worked with the sound designer on Sound of Metal, Nicholas Becker, for over 14 years. And I think they would tell you that this project is one of their most challenging. Jaime immediately told me that he loves mixing films and that the cinematic emotions are what he loves most. And his ability to create that emotion is very evident in Sound of Metal. And of course, you guys know me. Being a gearhead myself, we got into a fun discussion about his equipment. Jaime tells me that for the last three decades, he has sat with an SSL re-recording console right by his side, and now he uses the SSL2, a two-channel audio interface, at the Astro LX, the studio in Mexico, before sending out his work. Stand by. I think you'll enjoy hearing about how the sound for the Sound of Metal movie was created and mixed. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I actually love Sound of Metal. It's my favorite movie. I actually voted for it <laughs> at the Producers Guild. So I maybe shouldn't say that publicly, but I just love the movie. And one of the things that most impressed me was the sound design and the mix because that was a tough project. Right. Oh yes, a little bit tough. <laughs> yeah, a little bit tough. So let's go back, sort of, to the beginning. Where are you today, and what are you doing in your life? Well, I'm in Mexico City right now. I'm at the studios, Astro Studios in Mexico City, mm -hmm. and I love to mix uh, songs for cinema. That's that's what I really love to do. Well, you're. You're very, very good at it. So let's talk about uh, The Sound of Metal. 
And how did you come to the project? How did you hear about it? How did they recruit you? How did that happen? Uh, well, uh, as a matter of fact, it was because I have a friend. This friend is a musician. Mm -hmm. And Patty Smith was doing a record. And Patty Smith invited Leo Heybloom, this guy is Leo Heybloom, to play the tablas, you know. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, uh, Patty Smith looked for a uh, sound artist for his, uh, for his record, for his awesome. latest record. And uh, in that place, uh, Nicolas met Leo, Leo Heybloom, And when they became friends, uh, Nicolas asked Leo if he don't if he have any idea where he can go and mix a movie in a non-conventional way. And Leo says, "Yes, I know the place. You can go to Mexico. There is one studio in the mountains." It's a studio of Carlos Raigadas, who is a uh, big cinema maker in Mexico. And uh, But if you go there, you better call Michelle and Jaime. That's me and my colleague Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what it happens. They call us. Uh, they told us if we could go and mix the movie. And we went there. We spent... Uh, In like uh, at the end, like 10 weeks all together, and we have a lot of fun, uh, as well as very focusing in the, in the movie. Yeah, so you were on the set as well as uh mixing it afterwards, right? In post, correct? Am I understanding that correctly? No, I'm not, I'm not in the, you weren't in on the, the set. set, okay? I'm, I'm in the I'm a recording mixer, yeah. okay. Okay, that's what I thought. And when you said you went there for 10 weeks, where was that? In the in, mountains? In the mountains, yeah. Oh, With lovely. scorpions and <laughs> the rainy. The, the, depends on the time of the year. And, and there is a lot of rain and a lot of uh, electric, you know. Yeah, shocks. electrical <laughs> storms. Yeah. yeah, I worked on a movie in Mexico and, and I was there for six months and I loved it. But my very first day in Mexico, I opened up my bed and there is a silver scorpion inside oh. the bed, oh. inside yeah. the bed. So I understand the scorpion. <laughs> <laughs> so we know how you became involved. How did they describe this project to you because this is very different from i think anything that's ever been done before that i can think of you know more about that kind of thing than i do so what did they tell you about what they were looking for in a re-recording mixer okay what's happening is that nicolas recorded a lot of uh, sound palettes for for us uh with darius darius the, the our director, director. Mm -hmm. so, Sorry, they did a, yeah, they did a, a big uh, research of how the deafness seems to be. Mm -hmm. uh, so they, they uh, I think they've been like more than a year searching and talking with doctors, with deaf people, with uh, people that uh, have different deafness mm -hmm. uh, percentage. So with this in mind, 
they they did a lot of the, the recordings for the mm-hmm. for editorial production. So when we arrived there, we just talk about that everything should be more in the side of uh, emotional than any other things. You know? And also that it was really important to understand that the guy didn't born deaf. So the guy was like 30-something uh, when he suddenly lose his uh, ear. His hearing. Mm-hmm. But the thing is that, uh, so he have a big uh, archive of sounds in his brain. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, uh, and it seems like when you get deaf, you really not uh, unless you have a really brain problem mm-hmm. at that point then you are not going to listen nothing but if not if if that's not the case you are going to still hearing through your body so they use stethoscopic microphones didn't they i mean they were actually recorded inside his body uh, well, not exactly. What happened yeah. is uh, Nicolas took the guy, the main uh, actor, to an anechoic chamber, which is a place in which the sound definitely doesn't exist. Everything is absorbed immediately. So what happened is if you get into that chamber for too many hours, you can get crazy. <laughs> so you, you need to be in very little, like 15 minutes, you know? moments and what happened is in that place nicolas put a contact microphone to reese and what happened is then he can start to record them the blood in fall, flowing in your body and of course a heart but there are a lot of noises in our bodies we are really noises <laughs> if we get into a really silent place and we can record us so that's what we nico did he did a lot of recording of the body of Reese, and we incorporate this in the mix. But we didn't want the blood to be like uh, the main sound, obviously, but just to be part of the character of the sounds of the, of the deafness. So we talk a, a lot about how we can work around that. And the other thing is that Nicolas prepared a lot of um, water sound mm-hmm. underwater underwater yeah underwater mm-hmm. until uh, he get the implant when he get the implant there is a place in france that name is ircam which is an institute of uh, acoustics and music with engineers scientists, musicians it's a really interesting place to be so and nicolas asked them to do uh, a plugin that can separate the audio in different ways. So separate noise from the original sound. So you can process the noise different than the original sound. You can separate the sound in transient mode, which are these quick peaks that happens all the time we speak. Mm-hmm. So you can, if you can remove the, trans- the transients from the original sounds and you process different, well, that's the kind of sound that he was able to create for the implant moment. When he first puts those cochlear implants on and you hear it, it's the sound. It's just such an emotional moment. You really accomplished what you wanted to there because we felt it. Um, There were consultants that also worked with them who were 
or deaf with translators, I believe, who also helped through the process in production. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions and I know you're on a job right now, so I don't want to I don't want to overstay my my welcome. But for you, and I know the emotion is very, very important to you, but I also want to talk about your workflow, the actual production workflow. So how did you get the media? What form was it in? And if you look around your studio there, what do you see in terms of the hardware and software? So you're in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Where was everybody else during this process? The film was shoot in the close to Chicago, I mean, Ipsa. So, mm -hmm. I mean, shoot it in Chicago. And then uh, there is a moment in which they go to, I'm not sure if they went to France or to Belgium. I believe it's in Belgium. <laughs> Michelle is in here Belgium. as well. Okay. Yeah. But it seems like you are in France. So you can do that, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, all the, all the um, signs were in French. So that's why you can believe it's in France. But, <laughs> so, well, that's the shooting part. Then Nico started to design and investigate things in France, in Paris. Mm -hmm. And I think they spent like six or eight months there searching for things. And then they took everything and went to Los Angeles. They spent uh, in Los Angeles like another two months with some producers of music and friends, crazy friends of all these guys. <laughs> and they record more things and edit more things. And then they came to Mexico. They started the process. They, they brought everything in, in, in Pro Tools session. Okay. The hard disk recording, you know. Mm -hmm. And the, the other guy, we have another mixer in, in, in our team, which is Carlos. Mm -hmm. It's the third Mexican. <laughs> he what he was doing is that uh, he received Nicholas and all the team, and he was like, um, they still editing. They st they in Mexico, I think they spent like another three weeks more of editing. So Carlos was helping them with the editorial to to bring all the editorial to the final sessions and to do some kind of uh, pre mixing so they can check if what they have is what they need. Mm -hmm. And then we just, we arrive ourselves. So at the beginning, we start to mix in, in the box. I don't like to mix in the box. Uh-oh. No? <laughs> no, it, it sounds like a little bit too small. It's difficult mm -hmm. to make big sounds there. Mm -hmm. So what happened is, but we did all the final stamps in, in, in the box. And then we bring it to uh, Astro in Mexico City. And here we have a SSL console. We have a C300 for film, 512 channels of real audio. <laughs> and also I record in a, in a Fairlight machine because mm -hmm. that Fairlight in specific, I think sounds amazingly good. Yeah, Fairlight's pretty cool. <laughs> so we, we, we took all the stems of the of the film we did there, I think we did seven or eight stems for the whole film. For the first concert, I think, because there is a big first concert, we did like 12 stems and we remix the, the concert here uh, with the SSL, as well as all the movie. <laughs> There's so many different styles of sound in the movie. That must have been fun, fun for you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now tell me about the SSL too. Do you have it there? Can you show it to me? Well, yes. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm listening through the SSL tool right now. What does that do that helps you with your job? What do you like about it? Well, the thing is with this machine, something that is amazing is you plug into the computer and you can have a Zoom with a really nice quality. Mm-hmm. I'm not using the microphone inside now because I'm using the computer microphone, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I'm able to really listen in uh, through uh, the interface. And I-, I love it because everything you do these days is going to end it in, in the TV. Yeah. Even Sound of Metal, we need a big theatrical mix. And then we need a very specific and special stereo mix for for that movie. And you know that this is going to be playing through internet. So I like to plug the SSL too mm-hmm. and check. We send it everything through the internet and we receive the file. Even when we have it in the same place, just mimic how the things are going to go over the internet. And if it's going to be affected our, our work, we download it back into the computer and play it. And then see. did you have to do some adjustments because of that, obviously? Well, uh, uh, yes, if, because if you're listening through headphones, if you pan too much with headphones, mm-hmm. it's like it's not as nice as if you're in a normal stereo or a 5.1 system. What headphones are you using? Because that's subjective too. Yeah, I know. Uh, we are using Sennheiser 280 Pro. <laughs> there you <Sennheiser>. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because everything that you do affects how people hear it. And it's all subjective on your end. It's emotional, but it's also very technical. And I always wonder about that, you know, the speakers and the headphones, obviously your interface, the SSL 2 Plus has a reputation of being very, very precise and very clear so okay so you listened to it through the internet you made some adjustments how did that feel for you i mean because you design for emotion do you miss hearing it in a big theater well uh, yeah of course uh, a big a big me a big screen with a big sound always is more emotional Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yes, I miss it, <laughs> but yeah. at the same time you need to you need to be uh, you, you need to understand the the situation now. So even when I miss, we still need to send things properly mm-hmm. to other media. Yeah. So in that case, I'm really happy that we found the SSL two plus. <laughs> it's great for doing for hearing for critical hearing and also there are a lot of other things that i'm not using right now but probably we are going to start to use it very soon at the moment all the oscars i've been listening through the sl2 we have a lot of interviews with different people in the oscars mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and i've been doing a lot of interviews and i'm always using the ssl and uh, i can hear very well what the people are asking for me <laughs> so yeah i think i'm gonna try it i have um i have a different system here but everything i'm hearing about the ssl too i really want to try it so i think i will it's it's affordable it's oh, really nice. it's a very affordable which is pretty amazing i think we're lucky with technology 
So for you, looking at the whole process, what was the absolute most challenging thing for you? What was the most difficult? The thing is that um, I was really scared about uh, being in death myself. So when, when I saw the film for the first time, I was just about to tell them, sorry, I, I don't think I can, I can work in this, you know? <laughs> I don't want to have this feeling of deafness. Yeah. So, but then... After uh, Carlitos and Nicolás and Darius work, the first pass of the mix, when I saw the film and I said, no, 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 wait a minute, my friends. We need to correct the concept. We need to correct the natural moments. We need to combine properly the deafness moments. And we need to do super correct the implant. So I'm going to work. <laughs> And then everything was really nice. I mean, we have a process with my colleague, Michelle. We have been working for 14 years. And in that time, we developed a lot of uh, ways to work together. Because right now you have all these uh, computers very close to you. In the past, you have tapes, other way of doing things. So, but now because you have all these computers, you can edit all the time. You can, you can correct edit, editorial all the time, but also you can mix. So the thing is, we don't want to conf confuse what is editorial and what is mix and what is easy at what specific moment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you try to edit with a fader. You're not going to, you're not going to do it very good. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you want to. And make change, level changes and processing with the, the mouse, I don't recommend you. It doesn't have any feeling. It's just like blocks of levels when you work that way. Mm -hmm. So with Michelle, we develop a really nice moment in which we can, we know very, very clear when we need to edit and when we need to mix <laughs> in a system that combines both. That's wonderful. So, and that uh, is uh, really nice because we have a lot of control of everything. I mean, uh, even when the sessions were amazingly big, there, there, is a, there are a lot of sounds per scene, sometimes, I don't know, more than a thousand sounds. But we have a very nice way of organization. So, everything works really nice. We remix the concerts like, I don't know, like five or ten times. We didn't like it until, until we, we said, okay, that's what I think it is. Yeah. It was amazing. And even the last scene, well, I don't want to give away what happens in the movie, but the last scene is not silent. I mean, even in silence, there's, there's ambiance, you know? So, okay, tell people where to go to learn more about the film and you and... Where on the internet do they go? Where do you want to send people to learn more about this? You can check the, the movie in the uh, internet. I think, well, it's in Amazon. It's now at Amazon Prime. So you can, you can watch it from there. Uh, and my, uh, my Facebook is my name. is um, Bakshed J. Uh, Search for... Jaime Bakht on exactly. Facebook and we'll find Easy. you. That's yeah. the easiest. And we can Google you and find you everywhere. You are multi-award so. winning. You can be so proud of this. 
I really appreciate you taking time. And please tell the director of your new film you're working on, sending him a big hug from San Diego and a thank you. Muchas gracias. <laughs> no, hombre, padrísimo. <laughs> thank you. There you go. Okay, thank you so much. This is Serena Catania. I'm saying goodbye. And remember what I always tell you, get up off your chairs and go do something wonderful today. I'm with Jaime Box. We're talking about Sound of Metal that's been nominated for an Oscar. And we're going to know very, very soon. But I do wish you all the best. Thank you. Thank you. 